This is the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Everyone, thank you for listening, for making the Minnesota Tim Podcast a part of your day. Um, the Minnesota Vikings face off against the Indianapolis Colts on Saturday, a noon game. So lots to look forward to in that one. Um, the Vikings have an opportunity to clinch the division against the Indianapolis Colts. And uh, they clinch a division with a win or a Lions loss. Honestly, I'm kind of worried that the Vikings are just going to crap the bed these next four weeks. They got the Colts, the Giants, Packers, Bears. Now, the likelihood of them losing all four of those games is very low. And I think it's just my Vikings sensitivity kicking in here. But I think other Vikings fans are feeling this too. I don't think I'm the only one. I think there's just a little bit of a worry that the Lions are on this heater and they're just going to win the rest of the regular season. And the Minnesota Vikings are going to falter, uh, led by Ed Donatel's crummy defense as of late. Uh, but anyway, I want to get onto the topic at hand because I have other things on my mind that I want to talk about. And what I want to talk about is the Minnesota Twins offseason. So going into the offseason, I think we heard reports about the Minnesota Twins wanting to be aggressive, going after major free agents, making big trades, signing big-time players. Uh, they had a 78-84 and 84 record last season in the worst division in baseball. The Indians, they won the division, winning 92 games, and uh, that was the least amount of wins in a division last season. The Cardinals had 93, so it was close. But other than that, you're looking at 99, you're looking at 106, you're looking at 111. The NFC North, where the Minnesota Twins are, I'm just kidding. The What, are they, what do they even call that? The AL North? Is that what it's called? The AL North? The AL Central, excuse me. I'm sorry, I'm not the biggest baseball guy in the world, but I'm still allowed to have a Minnesota Twins take, okay? The AL Central, 92 and 70 uh, Cleveland Guardians. Um, the Minnesota Twins were in contention about halfway through the season. I think they had a division lead for a while, and then they crapped the bed in the second half of the season. And the big news is that Carlos Correa left the Minnesota Twins to sign with the San Francisco Giants. Francisco, that's a fun word to say. Um, Carlos Correa signed a contract, 13 years, $350 million. I think it was reported that the Twins offered him 10 years 200, 300 something million. And if you're Carlos Correa, you cannot pass up that deal. 13 years, 350 million. He's 28 years old. It was the most amount of dollars ever committed to a shortstop in MLB history. My question is what are the San Francisco Giants doing? They have Carlos Correa on the books. Until he's 41 years old. And he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. Correa is a good shortstop. 
He was phenomenal with the Astros. He was good with the Twins. But 13 years, $350 million, I think that the Minnesota Twins will be happy eventually that they did not resign Carlos Correa. Sure, you got him for five more years in his prime. But once he hits 34 years old, the MLB is the longest season in the history of sports, 162 games. I don't know what the Giants are thinking here. Because I think it's utterly ridiculous that they signed Carlos Correa until he's 41 years old. He will be good for the next five or six years. But what are you going to do for the remaining seven or eight? That's a long, long time to have this player on your books while he's outside of your prime. I think it's a good thing that the Minnesota Twins did not resign Carlos Correa, especially for the Twins. Because when you think about the Twins, they sign a big-time player to a lot of money. But then that's their one move. They aren't the Yankees or, or Dodgers where they'll sign multiple guys to massive contracts. The Twins have one player that they sign to a huge deal every once in a while. And then... You fill in the pieces. I think it's a massive break for the Minnesota Twins not to resign Carlos Correa, especially when you look at the record last year. The Twins won 78 games. Carlos Correa did not get the Minnesota Twins over the hump, even when they were winning the division at the middle point of the season. The Twins still weren't good. They were barely above 500. So it is a good thing that the Minnesota Twins did not resign Carlos Correa. Now, for the other Carlos, Carlos Rodon. Did I say his name right? Carlos Rodon. The former San Francisco Giant signs with the New York Yankees six years, $162 million. He's 30 years old, so he's on the books until he's 36, but pitchers can last a long time if they stay healthy. Justin Verlander just signed a big deal with the Mets. And he's up there in age. I think it would have been a good thing for the Twins to sign Carlos Rodon. Just looking at his numbers, he had a 2.88 ERA last season with the Giants. And before that, before last season with the Giants, his ERA was very similar with the Chicago White Sox. So this is consistency. This isn't a one-year heck of a season. This isn't a random one-year phenomenon. Carlos Rodon has put together consistent seasons of a dominant ERA. And the New York Yankees plucked him, probably away from the Minnesota Twins, because I think the Minnesota Twins were high on this Carlos Rodon. And now the Minnesota Twins are stuck with Christian Vasquez, a catcher from the Boston Red Sox. Just thinking about how long the Major League Baseball season is, for the players currently on the Twins roster, you know, I got the Buxton. I think they still got the batting champ. They still got the Max Max Kepler. They might have a couple of young guys coming up. I think Royce Young's coming up. Uh, they might have might have another player coming up too. 
Um, to be honest, I didn't watch a single Twins baseball game last season because I think baseball is the most boring sport in the history of sports. But I still can talk about them because, hey, who's going to tell me otherwise? As one of these players on the Twins roster, knowing you missed out on Carlos Correa, even though I think it was a break that they didn't resign him, knowing you missed out on Carlos Rodon to the New York Yankees, what else is new? How deflating is it to enter a season knowing you missed out on these players, knowing you have 162 games to play, knowing your starting pitching sucks, knowing you have no star players, and you got to go out there and perform? You know entering this season that your team is going to suck. You have no chance to win the AL Central. The Cleveland Guardians, the Chicago White Sox are five steps in front of you. And your best signing of the offseason is Christian Vasquez, a catcher who played for the Red Sox, got traded to the Astros, and hit 250 last year. Well, 274, 250 with the Astros, 282 with the Red Sox, 274 in totality. And he was 31 years old last year. So what is he, 32 years old? Doing a little math there. You're welcome. Entering his 10th season, and all the Minnesota Twins have to show for it is Christian Vasquez. They got a break. They did not resign Carlos Correa. I think that's a good thing. Even though Carlos Correa was all about, oh, I want to be in Minnesota for the long term, everyone knew that was a bunch of garbage. And now he's on the books for 13 years in San Francisco. Wow. Carlos Rodon, yes, that would have been nice as a Minnesota Twins looker from afar. But, man, it looks it's looking like back-to-back seasons of Minnesota Twins baseball where they're not going to be competitive. And, hey, I am a Twins fan at heart. If they are good, the Eminem bros, Maurer and Morneau, phenomenal. Loved watching them. It was a great, it was artistry on the baseball field. Game 163 against the Detroit Tigers was amazing. I was there. Santana, Liriano, I, I love the Twins. I am as bandwagon as they get on the Twins, but I love the Twins. I will watch them if they are good. But they haven't won a playoff game in like 20 years. How do you expect me to keep coming back? watching the same product over and over again when nothing changes. Throw Carlos Rodon the book. Thank you for listening to the Minnesota Twin Tim podcast, the Minnesota Twins podcast, not so much. The Minnesota Tim podcast, everyone. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you enjoy the Vikings game. Be holding your fingers tightly because what we saw against the Lions was not a pretty picture. And Matt Ryan, I mean, he's not good, but he's capable. Remember, they beat the Chiefs earlier this season. They are capable of beating the Vikings. I think the Vikings will win. But I'm not going to lie. I am very, very nervous. Everyone have a great weekend.